I live on a ranch in the middle of nowhere, and I've got a lot of mouths to feed. My style of food is simple yet scrumptious, and all my recipes have to be approved by cowboys, hungry kids, and me. Here's what's happening on the ranch. The guys are away for a couple of days, so it's quality time for us girls, and that means plenty of gardening, which we love, and pasta primavera, which is the girls in my idea of heaven. Then it's back to the real world. The guys are coming home. Hugs! What better way to welcome them than with one of our family's favorite meals, perfect bacon cheeseburgers and homemade french fries with luscious fry sauce. The best meal in the world. Looks good, honey. Welcome to my frontier. All right, girls. I think I got it all watered. I'm gonna run up to the lodge and get dinner started. So before you come up, would you mind just picking some basil for dinner tonight? Okay. We're having pasta. See you up there, girls. The girls and I are having pasta primavera. I just added a pound of fettuccine to the pot, and I'm gonna get started on the veggies. Pasta primavera is one of my favorites. The girls and I have been gardening, and it's really the quintessential garden dish. It's also the quintessential dish that my husband and boys would never in a million years eat because there's no meat in it. I'm gonna add two tablespoons of butter and two tablespoons of olive oil to a skillet. When I make pasta primavera, I usually start with the tougher veggies first because they take a little longer to cook. So I'll throw in the carrots, turn up the heat, then I'll cut up some broccoli. I'm just gonna give the broccoli a rough chop, just cut off the, the trees, as my kids call them, and then I'll just throw them in with the carrots. Now I've got a red bell pepper. All right, so I'm just gonna let them go for about 30 seconds or so. Okay, so these vegetables are ready. I don't want them to cook anymore. So I'll just remove these from the skillet so they'll stop cooking. Oh, so lovely. Okay, now I'm gonna add some more butter and olive oil to the pan and start all over with the softer veggies. And now this is where I depart from the strict definition of pasta primavera. Zucchini and summer squash aren't exactly considered spring vegetables. But I'm all about breaking the rules in the kitchen. You know, I'm so grateful I have daughters for a number of reasons, but that I have automatic help in the garden every year is pretty much at the top of the list because there's something about country boys. I don't know what it is. They do not like helping with the garden. They just want to have grass everywhere. They would have grass right up to the foundation of the house if they could. All right. I threw in a box of white mushrooms that I just roughly sliced. I'm going to let these cook so the mushrooms give off a little bit of their liquid. And then I'll remove these veggies from the pan and continue the fun. Okay, the mushrooms and zucchini and squash are ready. So I will let them join their vegetable brothers and sisters. Now I'm gonna get started on the sauce, which is so good, I have dreams about it. I'm gonna add a little bit more butter, a little more olive oil, and now I'll add half an onion to the pan. And I'll grab about four cloves of garlic. All right, and now for the fun part. I'm gonna add just a little bit of wine to the sauce, which of course, 
I can't do when my husband's around because he can detect the slightest amount of wine in any recipe. And who needs that hassle? <laughs> and I'll just add a little bit, again, since my girls are joining me. I don't want to go overboard. Just about a fourth a cup or so. And then to balance it out, just a little bit of chicken broth. Now at this point, it's just about cooking the liquid, letting it bubble up and reduce by about half. It'll get thick and delicious. And then I'm gonna keep on going. There's more. Okay, this has been bubbling up and it's nice and thick and rich. So I'll just turn the heat down a bit. And then heavy cream. I'll just add about a quarter cup. Now I'll add just a little salt and pepper. Now I've got some fresh Parmesan cheese. Okay, now I'll throw in half a cup or so. And I'll stir that around and let that melt. And then I have one final little thing to throw in. And I can't imagine pasta primavera without it. Frozen green peas. You don't even have to thaw them out. You don't have to cook them. Just pour them right into the hot sauce. And by the time you serve it, they'll be all ready. And now it's time for the veggies to go into the sauce. Oh my goodness, how yummy does this look? I just love it when my husband and boys go out of town. Just kidding, just kidding. I miss them, but I love this pasta dish. It's gonna be so yummy. Up next, the guys are away, so the girls are having delicious pasta primavera, which we adore. Then when the boys are back in town, it's one of our family's favorite meals, bacon cheeseburgers with fries. Perfect. Well, the boys are gone. The girls and I have been having some quality time. That has included gardening. And it's about to include some pasta primavera, which looks and smells absolutely divine. The pasta's done, oh. And speaking of, there are the girls with my basil. The last ingredient I needed. Hey Paige, mm. you wanna grate some cheese? Yeah. Oh. Alex, you stir. <laughs> this looks so good. I'm excited. Hey, thanks for helping me garden, girls. I sure appreciate it. No problem. All right, Paigey, throw in the cheese. Hey, Alex, you want to grab some bowls of oh, yeah. cheese? So, girls, I have a question for you. What? Yes. I was thinking, if you help me garden the rest of your lives, I'll always cook for you. Sounds Just like a plan. Always help me garden. <laughs> Here you okay. go, Paigey. So we've got like 24 hours before Daddy and the boys get home. So what should we do tomorrow? Gardening. Gardening. I love the way you think, Paige. <laughs> Let's go eat. So, boys, are you hungry? Yeah. yeah. What's for dinner? I don't know. What do you want? Burgers. Great idea. Fries. Well, that sounds good. You think we can talk Mama into that? Yes. Well, Lad and the boys will be back before too long. The girls and I have had so much fun together. Mother-daughter time. Little girl food, a little fun. Since the boys and lad are coming home, we kind of need to bring the food back down to earth. So I'm gonna make great big bacon cheeseburgers and perfect French fries. Who doesn't love French fries, I ask you? I haven't met a single person. 
Homemade French fries are to die for, but they take a little bit of extra time, so I'm getting them started early. All right, I'll give these final four potatoes a quick rinse. I've peeled actually five pounds in total, and I've kept the potatoes soaking in water to keep them from discoloring in the meantime. Now, cutting French fries, there are lots of different ways to go about it. You can cut them by hand, and I just make several slices. You can go as thick or as thin as you want when you're slicing for French fries. I kind of like them on the thin side. I like lots of that crispy surface area. So after you make slices, just stack up about half the potato and then just make slices of the stacks. If they fall over, don't feel clumsy. Happens to me every day. So obviously the hand cut method, it's easy. All you need is a knife. You don't have to have any special equipment, but there are other options available for cutting French fries. I've had one like this since I got married. You just open it up, grab a peeled potato, use a little elbow grease, and the cut fries come out the other side. You have to pull a little and tug the French fries out the end. That works pretty well. Recently though, I discovered this thing. I know it's a little bit scary looking when you first see it, but it really, really makes french fry cutting go fast. The great thing about this contraption is it doubles as a french fry cutter and a machine that allows you to get your aggression out. Oh, that felt good. And look, I have never cut french fries so quickly in my life. You know, I really consider myself to be a peace-loving person. I'm a middle child after all but there's something strangely satisfying about getting all these aggressions out. I never knew I had such anger inside of me. My brother should not have taken my bike when I was 12. Ooh, that felt good. And the last potato standing. Here we go. <laughs> I did it. Success. Really, this was pretty handy. Ooh, it would have taken me a lot longer to cut all those potatoes by hand. Now, one of the secrets of perfect French fries is soaking them in water. I've got about two hours to soak them. That's about the minimum amount of time that you wanna soak them in water. When you soak French fries in water before frying them, it takes off a little bit of the starches on the outside that can cause a problem when you fry them. All right, I'm gonna get these in the fridge, let them soak, and then the guys will be back and it'll be time to fry them. Be ready to eat when we get up there, won't you? Yeah. Yeah. Lad and the boys will be here pretty soon, and I'm making them a welcome home dinner that they are going to be very excited about. I'm actually getting a little excited about it myself. I'm going to whip up some perfect bacon cheeseburgers, of course, perfect French fries. And to go with the French fries, I'm making fry sauce. It's really complicated, and it's called fry sauce because you dip fries in it. You start with half a cup of ketchup, and then half a cup of mayonnaise. And here's where it gets really, really difficult. You just mix this together, and that is fry sauce. Let me tell you, if you have not dipped french fries in fry sauce, you're missing out. All right, so the fry sauce is done. Took me about 30 seconds. And now for the burgers. I'll start with the meat mixture. Now for cheeseburgers, I like to use an 80-20 meat mixture, which just means it has a little more fat than lean ground beef. But I find that makes for a moister burger and a more flavorful burger, because fat's where the flavor is. Don't tell anyone I said that. 
Now to the meat, I'm just gonna add a splash of heavy cream, and it just adds a little more richness, more flavor. And then I'll add some Worcestershire sauce, just five or six dashes, just adds a nice savoriness. And then for a little kick, some hot sauce, five or six dashes, or 13 or 14, if you can handle the heat. And then just a good amount of salt and pepper. And then I'm just gonna dive in with my hands. So much easier than using a spatula or spoon. This is just a great basic meat mixture, whether you're making hamburgers or little sliders. Really flavorful, really moist. So I've got three pounds of meat here, which means the six of us are each going to have half a pound burger. I'm really good at math, have I mentioned that? So I'll just grab a little bit of the mixture, work it just to get it warmed up a little bit. We tend to like thinner, bigger burgers in our family, so I flatten it out quite a bit. And then I use my thumbs on the edges so the sides have a nice, neat rim. All right, that's one down, five to go. One of the most important things when you're making fries at home is to dry them really well before you fry them. Water and hot oil do not mix very well. Some of my darkest moments have involved putting wet things into hot oil, so I'm gonna make sure they're really dry. I usually put them out on paper towels and then spend quite a bit of time patting them. All righty, check my oil. Okay, I need a little bit more time there, so I'm gonna get the buns going for my burgers. Of course, I could just pull some buns out of the package and stick the burgers right on, but I like to completely coat a griddle with butter and grill them. It just gives them a nice crisp surface. The burger's nice and soft, so it's a great contrast. I'll just get three buns going now. Now I'll check on the oil. All right, it's ready. Now the secret to perfect french fries is to double fry them. So I've got the oil on 300 degrees and I'm just gonna carefully drop in the potatoes and fry them pretty slowly for about five minutes. Now the purpose of this first frying stage is just to soften the french fries. They're not gonna get brown at all. Then we'll take them back out of the oil in a minute. I'm just using the spatula to help me ease the potatoes into the oil. That way I don't splash myself. I'm just using regular old vegetable oil. I'll just stir them around so they're all separated and they won't stick together. And I'll just let them go for about five minutes or so. I'm hungry. I am too. My husband loves homemade fries. I mean, seriously loves them. And the problem is, when he's here, I can't make him fast enough. And by the time dinner rolls around, there aren't any fries left because he's come over and nibbled on them. So it's kind of nice that they're not going to be here until dinner time because we'll actually have fries to go with the burgers. I used to make homemade french fries by just plunging them in hot oil and frying them until they were brown. But they always seem to be a little bit flimsy. They never got that really crisp surface. This double frying method achieves that. All right. Now I'm just gonna crank the temperature up on the oil and I'll go ahead and throw on the burgers. The burgers need to cook about four to five minutes per side. And the oil's at 400, so I'm gonna fry these a second time. By the way, I'm a mama and I have to say it, if you have little kids running around, be sure to put hot oil on the back burner if you're frying anything. 
They're just gonna take a few minutes to finish frying. They'll get nice and golden brown really quickly, so don't take your eyes off of them. Okay, time to flip the burgers. Oh, they look really good. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and start taking them out. Ah, look at those beautiful babies. You can let them go a little more if you'd like fries to be browner and a little more crisp, but they're gonna keep cooking just a little bit after you take them out of the oil. Oh, those look good. All right, I gotta get the cheese on the burgers. I'm using cheddar, but of course, any cheese you have in your fridge is just perfect, except maybe cottage cheese. That would be gross. All right, now I like to sprinkle sea salt on my french fries. Now I'll get the burgers put together. I've got these yummy buttery buns. Oh boy, gorgeous. All right, now I fried six pieces of bacon, so I'll just break them in half. Everybody gets a piece. All right. Hey girls, how are you? Hey, how are you? Good. Yay! Hey, honey. You're here. Did you miss us? Hi, Mama. Oh, you bet I did. Hi, Mama. The gang's all here. Yay! So glad to see you, boys. Hi, honey. How are you? So glad you're back. It's good to see you. Are y'all hungry? Y'all want some burgers and fries? Sure. Yeah. Dig in, guys. Here you go, Paige. Ah, the girl time was fun, but it's nice to have everybody together again. I thought you'd like this. That was a perfect meal. I'm glad you guys are here so we can eat. Oh, I'm hungry. Looks good, honey. Glad you're back. It's good to be back.